I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, the burglars have gotten together and given us a list of things they're looking for. Okay, is this yeah. so we can lay them out on the counter so they don't have to rummage through our stuff? Well, it could be, like, I guess. Like, I would like to have some uh, cash and a little bit of jewelry. It would be nice if they didn't make such a mess. Mm, okay. But, but you know what I see often in my neighborhood or what they tell you not to do are big screen TV boxes sitting next to your dumpster to be picked up. And Who's I'm like, going to steal a big screen TV? Well, I need one. Well, That's that- awfully hard <laughs> to carry off. That's that's what they said. Uh, these are houses that are attractive to burglars and leaving it like appliances or any kind of boxes outside next to your garbage. Uh, you, they know you have a brand new TV or some brand new item in your house and they're going to steal it. That seems stupid. Like, oh, man, this guy got a new dishwasher. Let's go get that. <laughs> That's why I told my dad to put it on the back porch. Put okay. that old refrigerator on the back porch and leave it there. They'll never know you got a new one. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> in the south, they put them on the front porch. <laughs> but, you, you know, guys are going to, it's usually one or two guys. They're can, still not going to steal a dishwasher. But they're going to steal a large screen TV. Maybe. Yeah. Years ago, I had a neighbor come across. I was working in my yard, just started in my yard. He came up and he said, hey, did you happen to see somebody leave my house? I'm like, no. He goes, they stole my safe. Say wow. Oh, wow. that was planned out. And I'm like, I don't even know yeah. why, how I could miss that. I must have just walked out because, I mean, I'm sure I'd have seen someone carrying a safe. I feel like if you break into my house with an appliance dolly at that point, you've put the effort in. Just take it. <laughs> That's so much work. Well, they say Christmas time, burglars basically have the pick of the litter. They can just kind of see all kinds of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Although, look what they got for Christmas. It'll be my Christmas present here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've mentioned leaving a ladder in the yard. Because uh, burglars can easily get around a lot of home security systems if they can get onto your second floor. So you're saying we should leave a ladder for them? No, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this was a list of what they want. That's what they want, okay, yeah. Well, they I'm said leaving nice. the ladder in the yard. Well, if it's a nice thief. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, hanging a mirror in your entryway. Why is that bad? Well, like a mirror facing your front door allows people to look through the window and see what all the goodies are inside your house or if you got the alarm set or anything like that. So if you're going to hang a mirror... Right beside the door, hang it where it can't be seen from the outside. Okay, that just seems like, to me, they already know what neighborhood you're in. They probably have a vague idea of whether your house is worth breaking into. I, I don't know, see them doing that much homework. Yeah, but Unless some people super rich. have a lot of knickknacks and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are minimalist and they have like a couch and a chair in their living room. But are about, knickknacks worth anything? It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and of course, uh, Facebook, they didn't mention anything about Facebook, but 
Uh, there's a couple of stories I saw online where burglars have actually, actually logged into their Facebook account while they were robbing someone's house awesome. and left their Facebook open. That makes it yeah, easy they, to catch them. They didn't sign out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, That's some dumb burglars. And you're telling me they're smart enough to look at all these other things? Eh, well, selling things on Craigslist. So when you're selling something locally, the worst thing you can do is let a complete stranger into your house so they can see everything that you got in there. Hmm. And they could probably just take whatever they <laughs> want to buy on Craigslist and run. <laughs> yeah, does that happen that often? I mean, do people like? I know that you have to be careful when you're selling on Craigslist because you don't know what kind of freaks coming over. But as long as you make sure you got a neighbor that's going to be around, or your husband, or your wife, or whatever, usually try and meet them somewhere at a public place like a Walmart or something where you're right. not in your home. Little safer. We've been doing that wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> like we saw our Walmart. entry light. You know the big light that hangs as you walk in. <laughs> yeah. My wife got this thing. She wanted this one in Atlanta, so we got it, and I darn near killed myself hanging it. Mm-hmm. And so then we had the old one was still fairly nice, and so we put it online for sale. And this couple showed up, and they bought it and managed to fit it in their car but they came in the house and we were friendly and all that Mm. well and speaking of that a lot of burglars say parties are one of the their favorite ways to rob a house how's that burglars say that one of the easiest things to do is just steal stuff when you go to someone's party pretend to be one of the guests now that has to be a big party (laughs) yeah but but you think about some of the parties we've thrown in the past time when when we were younger we did probably have theft no idea of some of the people that were in our house we had a situation where you know with the the radio job we would get autographed cds from people that was pretty famous and they would disappear after these parties <laughs> and so we were like man we got some bad friends turned out it was the guy who would clean our carpets after the parties yeah oh. every time we had a party shortly after <laughs> the stuff would go missing and one time we caught him not in the act but doing some very suspicious stuff that led us to realize we call the same guy <laughs> every time and it's, that's when he does it, because we can't go upstairs because the carpet's wet. Not only, <laughs> yeah. not only did he uh, clean our carpet, he cleaned us out Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well. Cleaning crew. Okay. Um, and they say, leaving the grass uncut. Never go on a long vacation without trusting someone to cut your grass, grab your mail, and all that stuff. They're going to be for a big surprise when they come in my house. <laughs> yeah. Because we're there. You're sitting there with a shotgun. It's like, uh, I know the lawn's not mowed, but we're here. <laughs> And don't leave the garage door opener in your second car if you happen to go away because they can break into the car, grab the garage door opener, and just open up, you know, at least steal the stuff in your garage if you don't lock your garage door, which a lot of people do not. Right. Mm. Shh. (laughs) Stop telling people. People without garages don't know that secret. (laughs) And then, Tom, I think you were telling us the other day, guard dog's number one deterrent. Well, and and guard dogs is not as important as even a yappy dog will work because little yappy dogs are hard to shoot. Because they're a little small and they run around real fast, but they make a lot of noise, and that makes the burglar immediately get concerned. They don't like noise. And if you happen to be there and you don't have a dog, just bark like a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they'll be like, "This person's crazy. Let's get out of here." All right, Tori, do your best dog bark. Scary dog. <laughs> She's going for the small dog. She's small, doing the small, small dog. dog. <clears throat> Wolf. No, do a big one. Wolf. <laughs> That's a loud one. 
I've not had enough coffee, okay? Well, it doesn't matter. Just, I okay. wouldn't steal I did. anything from her, would you? No, I wouldn't, Kato. <laughs> oh, God, Scooby-Doo's in the house. I've got the big, fat, lazy dog <laughs> sound. His dog has a cold. No, it's, it's like Scooby-Doo. I'm not robbing any I've had too much coffee already. There we go. That robber didn't get away with it because those meddling kids and that dog. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, people who let go of personal grudges see the world as less daunting and dreary. So, you know, the wise words of that great princess who's changed our world, Elsa. Let it go. Let it go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a grudge holder? It could be actually making you physically weaker. I don't feel like it. I enjoy my grudges, and I enjoy <laughs> mm-hmm. delivering the revenge that comes along with a good grudge. Ah, hmm. I, I, I've told you before about the story of my college ripping me off whenever I was there. Yeah. And yeah. without going into great detail, they, they basically stole $20 from me. And it meant a lot to me then. I was working minimum wage, and it took me a while to earn that much money. And they're a big institution. So I told them, I will never, as an alumni, ever donate a single penny to this university. Well, I'm about to have a grudge against TikTok because they banned our latest video. Well, okay. yeah, that was kind of crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> We're being dangerous. No, we didn't shoot them at no, each other. I was saying that was crazy video. We should not have posted that. <laughs> the TikTok agrees. I'm right? offended by that one. <laughs> hey, listen, we got hey, we get about half of our uh, videos taken down, y'all, just to let you know. So we do some crazy stuff here on the Hawk and Tom Show. You we just can't see it. We've done hundreds. You just hadn't seen them yet. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> but they say people who remembered a time when they refused to forgive someone, they judged hills to be about five degrees steeper than those who recalled and made and, and made uh, amends or they you know they forgave that person uh, the forgivers also jumped an average of three inches higher in a fitness test than the people that were holding a grudge <laughs> so <laughs> physically if this is stuff that comes in handy for you and you need to jump or you need to <laughs> climb up a hill. You need to forgive that person. You know, I always assumed it was just that I was fat was why I couldn't jump high. Maybe it's just the grudges I'm holding. They could be. They're, holding They're me weighing down. you down, man. You got that bundle on your back like the Pilgrim's Progress. It's nothing to do with my obesity. Hunchback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold a grudge about that, Kato. Plus, they say when you hold a grudge, you tend to stew over it and relive that moment yep. over and over and over again, which affects your cognitive skills and messes with your blood sugar spikes as well. Oh, man. It helps you cope with your, you know, physical, physicality, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I used to hold a lot of grudges. Yeah. And now I don't care. I don't care about the people in my past that have lied to me and cheated me and done me wrong from coworkers to bosses to friends. And I don't care anymore. And there I'm a go. lot happier. There you go. Wow. I yeah. am a lot I happier. Tell. Because you have no control over I, their behavior and what they did. You know, and they're, they're bringing me down thinking about what they did to me. And they don't even think about it. They probably don't even remember yeah, it. So I'm just, I don't care. I mean, I, some of the friends I don't speak to anymore that have done me wrong right. in the past. Well, as you set in health, healthy boundaries right there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they don't understand why. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, I'm just still my friend on Facebook. I just unfollowed you. You sound a lot better. You sound like you've gotten over it. I have. I don't. You know what? I have great. 
friends and family that are good to me. And well, I yeah. I enjoy travel, and uh, I need to do yard work. But but, but it eats you up. Okay, well, I don't know why. <laughs> this is not a psychiatrist, and we don't care. Because I lay in bed all night going, I need to cut my. I need to go buy a new lawnmower because my lawnmower died, and uh, my grass needs. Did somebody steal your lawnmower? Is it died? <laughs> I feel like we need to bring a couch in for Cato so he can tell us his problems. I think we need to put tape over his mouth. Oh no. See, and these are the ones that don't bother me anymore. These two guys right there. Just let the air out the tires, Cato. It's fine. Well, oh, I don't know. Nah, it's not worth it. Okay. I just go well, home and drink. They say grudge holders, uh, they suffer from feeling uh, that feeling of powerlessness over the situation. Okay, that's the difference for me. And the only way they can control it is holding that grudge. See, that's so the that's, difference. Right. I have held my grudge, and I do have power. Every time that school calls me, they get some little intern kid who's fresh into college, and they're like, hey, Mr. Steele, we'd like to see if you'd like to donate to the Alumni Association. And you know what I do? I spend 30 minutes telling them that story, yeah. waste their time, and tell them, now, I would be a liar if I gave money to the school now. It's a church school, so I'm like, I, you don't want me to be a liar, do you? But here's the problem with that. You've punished some little new student that didn't do anything to you at all, and the school doesn't even think about you anymore. Oh, no. And not to mention that you're having to rehash it every time they call. See, yeah. I'd have been the one to tell them day one, take me off the alumni list. No way. I love I when they call. I will never donate. <laughs> Because they're hanging up going, God, he sounds like a big baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they think. I just know that they're sitting there going, wow, what a bummer. Yeah. My I, day has been brought down. But it's somebody that didn't do anything. That's it's right. like this they're innocent person. School. Uh, they're probably just trying to, you know, make a, I don't know, make some kind of money to afford their I tuition. know, right? Yeah. That school that ripped me off for 20 bucks. They're making my $20. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there. I, here's the thing. I don't sit around and dwell on this. When they call, I get a kick out of it. I don't suffer any negative effects. Well, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pill. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. It's about that time for a lot of people to be going to summer camp. Oh, well. And I remember my summer camp experience. It's where I had my first kiss. Oh. My first real kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd kiss my mom and aunts and all that, but mm-hmm. this was my first friendship with a girl that was not related to me, mm-hmm. and it was pretty awesome. It was a one-week camp. You got to know her real well? It's true. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty cool because I got to know her Friday night, gave her the good night kiss. Saturday, we were on the bus home. We wrote letters all year, went back the next year, saw her there, and saw a prettier girl and oh. pretended I'd never seen her before in my oh. life. Oh, ouch. Yeah, yeah, I was a dirt ball. Yeah. I mean, mm. that's the summer camp romance. I think what was so funny is that you, I've heard you tell this story before, and you said you were kissing behind a tree, mm-hmm. and the camp counselors could see you, so you guys just kind of We walked together. Over. It was almost like, like a dance. A little, little tiny, you know, miniature It was uh, actually not like walk. that. It was more yeah. bigger steps as I drug oh. her into the dark. Nine one one. Nice. so awkward. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I was like 12 years old, and I was mortified that they were yelling and making fun of us as we were down there doing the goodnight kiss. Mm -hmm. But uh, they asked people about their first kiss, and they basically found out that uh, most people said their first kiss was pretty good. 
51% said good or very good. No, Tori? No. I, I think I told y'all this, but the first guy I ever kissed, he had like a lizard tongue. Oh. Like it wasn't long, so he kept going, blah, 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 like you just <laughs> stop yeah. looking at me like that, Kato. <laughs> yeah. Was it forked in the middle? No. No, okay, no it was just like, it was like a blah, 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 kind of thing. It so, was very weird. Like when you see a snake's tongue come out and go back I in real PTSD. quick? PTSD. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too now. Yeah. My, my first was like, it was a dare and it was one, two, three, kiss. And we, you know, we like look at each other and kiss for a second and mm-hmm. we, we had an audience. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Doesn't sound yeah. like a great one. No, it wasn't. Are these okay. just like pucker kissing or are you talking about? <laughs> well, whatever you consider your first, first kiss. kiss. Yeah. I think the blah, 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 blah is a league of its own though. Yeah, not. because my first one was in kindergarten with my little Aww. girlfriend. Well, that's a little smoochy. It's yeah, not real uh, official. But I told, I've told you the story of uh, yeah, yeah, my girl. first blah, 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 kid. And I, <laughs> and I was like, oh. I, well, <laughs> I wasn't used to it. I'd never done it before. I was very young. And I she remember, taught me a lot. I remember my <laughs> second kiss more so than my first kiss because it was in a haunted house and that's it was funny. dark. And I could not, I did not find her mouth correctly. And I licked the side of it. It wasn't oh her. God. It was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Disturbing. Uh, yeah, I don't have any idea what my second kiss was, that was mine. but I remember my first, mm-hmm. uh, and I do remember some memorable ones along the way, especially sure, the girl yeah. I was making out with in the back seat of the car with my friend driving, and he was driving me home, and we ended up with like a puddle of liquid from our mouths. I don't know oh. if we weren't lined up right, or but we were drooling. Oh my we gosh. weren't coming up for air was the main problem. We were just making out. Ew. I feel like I need Lysol or something after that story. Oh, don't even talk there, Snake Tongue Girl. <laughs> Can we get some more hand sanitizer in the I know, beast? Right? The we don't have slobbering. any. Okay. COVID's gone away, huh? Um, <laughs> don't buy it for us anymore. 11% said they don't remember their first kiss, which oh. is astonishing mm. to me. Yeah. I mean, that's... Now, 4% of adults have never kissed anyone. I remember my last one. <laughs> we, yeah. We're not going to talk about that. I, I think that's amazing that there are 4% of the people out there who've never... Kiss someone. Well, Aww. yeah. That's sad. Call me. <laughs> um, now, also, and, I, and the reason I bring this up, too, it's apparently International Kissing Day. So they have some other statistics for us here. Most of us think we're a good kisser. 74% said good, great, or amazing. Only 2% of us admit that we're horrible kissers. You ever hit teeth before when you're kissing? Yes. Well, sure. Yeah. I, it just makes my skin crawl when that happens. You ever had to teach anyone during the kiss? Did you not hear my story of the blah, blah, blah guy? I mean, oh, you didn't tell us you taught him. Because I've had to say, hold up. Yeah. Let me show you how to make this. Wow. That had to kind of kill the mood. Like, no, it did not. And it happened twice. Two different people. Did, did you pull the, that big board out and get your pointer out this and say, This is the tongue. This is my mouth. And this is where no, you're supposed to kiss. We don't have time for all that. It's like football. You rewatch yeah. the tape and you're yeah. like, See what you're doing here? Yeah. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> X's and O's. Can I get a replay? <laughs> I'll show you. So in high school, there was a girl, very pretty girl. And she was known for the fact that if you did get to kiss her, she didn't do it right. And so I found out the hard way because I did manage to kiss her. And she believed that your tongue, apparently the way to kiss was to try to suck your tongue out from the root of your mouth. Mm. And it was painful. It was like literally pain. You, you left with a sore muscle down oh there. Gosh. Um, but I did not tell her. I just was like, I was glad I was being kissed by a pretty girl. And I let someone else tell her that that was wrong. <laughs> Maybe they 
they should just teach that in school or something. Or maybe, some classes do, you but know, you have to know the professor. Parents, you need to step up, teach your kids how to kiss. Oh, <laughs> you know, know, the first time parents would be like, "Let me teach that at home." But, but <laughs> how, how many times though have we talked about that, Tom? You don't want your kids to learn from other kids because they don't have a clue. But that, that's how we learn to kiss, really. Well, I think I'd uh, rather them learn that, or we learn it from friends. the movie. You, I would. We yeah. would do movie star kiss. You ever do that? Like you pretend like you're in the movies. No. When you're, well, I'm like when you're in second or third grade. No. What is a movie star kiss? Okay, me neither. <laughs> All right. Pretend like you're in a movie and you kiss and you move your head back and forth like that. You're a weird dude, man. No, that was in second grade. All right, now, some of the things you don't want to hear when you're kissing, you don't want to hear um, someone say, wow, your mustache is super ticklish, ma'am. Um, <laughs> or I finally got to first base. Oh, that's sad. Mm. Uh, you don't want to hear him say, Dad? Uh, uh, that, that we were talking about that. <laughs> I think I lost a tooth. You mind? Let me check and see if it's in your mouth. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't like chewing gum. When someone's ha- they got chewing gum in their mouth, and sometimes you can feel it with your tongue. I've taken and I've left with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it had no more flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And okay. then finally, you don't want to hear them say, you're almost as good as my dog. Okay. No, dogs' kiss are pretty special. And I should be embarrassed about my movie star kiss in the second grade. I didn't say I did this. (laughs) I just didn't know what you mean. Are you like are you setting up cameras? Because I have my my, uh, friends of mine. No, 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 no. Camera guy one time, and I didn't know what that meant. Oh wow! I said no. I would have been like, heck yeah! I'll let them know you're available. Well, I'm married now, but when I was single, I would have been all into that. They're married. Yeah, my wife ain't going for that. <laughs> mm. I don't think I can spin that at all. Your, your wife could hold the mic. I don't think she's up for that one. <laughs> but thank you for the late uh, offer. Hawk, if you want to do a movie star kiss, we'll video you. <laughs> you got some lighting. You would probably let me video you guys. Hey, we got a TikTok for today, y'all. <laughs> me and Hawk. We're about oh. to get banned again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom was just telling us it's International Kissing Day. Also, I think it's National Fried Chicken Day. That's a good combo. There ain't nothing like a KFC kiss, right? Extra mm. crispy. Slide right <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Finger looking good. There you Original go. recipe. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, Tom was telling us it's International Kissing Day, mm-hmm. and we went into detail about some, uh, I guess, unusual kissing that we've had in the past. Well, we were remembering our first kiss, then they asked people, like, you know, if you were a good kisser or not. yeah. yeah. Well, I saw another statistic about kissing. 40% of the people admit they've regretted kissing someone in their life. Why? Um, well, there was one story that came up, and uh, one woman made, I guess, was kissing a kid in the neighborhood when she was 12. Oh. And the kid became her stepbrother a short time later after her mom oh. and his dad married. That seems convenient to me. <laughs> The Brady Bunch. <laughs> They're not related. Good night before you go to bed. And yeah. Well, people said they've regretted, regretted kissing coworkers before. Hmm. Yeah. I don't regret <laughs> kissing anyone that didn't give me cold sores. Um, okay. All right. I mean, the otherwise. did. You don't. The, well, I don't <laughs> think I have them. cold sores, but if I was, that would be the only reason I would have to really regret kissing someone because what's the real downside? Well, because you know what? You're not maybe interested to see that person and you kiss a coworker and it might be a party or something and you're like, well, it was a bad, I, I probably should not have kissed. And then the next time you see them, 
for the next couple of months or years, you're like, oh, man, you, you think about <laughs> that. Yeah. Don't oh, you? Yeah. Kato? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because normally the ones I regret, they were dating someone you, else. You, oh, and she you know, still saw that. the other person. And it's like. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, though? Who That lady that lived in a Winnebago or lived in an RV? Donna Turek? Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't kiss her, did you? She kissed me. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a sales meeting at my apartment and. I'd cook dinner, <laughs> which is I can see now. Yeah, but I mean, oh wow! But, but, then, but, but she was like oh, the boss kind of. She was like a sales manager. Yeah, and so you would see her after that. Yes. Did she mention it? Well, or we'd had some like, wine. Okay. And it was I was <laughs> saying bye, and she took. I guess she. You know, I'm. I mean, you, I'm you, hot. You still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Honestly, Donna was the kind of person who probably didn't matter. She lived in an RV. I mean, she probably didn't care, and she's like, "Oh well, we kissed." No big deal yeah well i was too i mean i was yeah. like shocked a little bit because yeah. i was seeing somebody at the same time as well oh no but i'm like i didn't bother me i know she's probably a little buzzed and i liked her isn't had nothing against her does she still live here no uh-uh. Uh-uh. well <laughs> we don't know say. is there an rv around i don't know where no one just pulled at. up outside the station <laughs> she's been stalking you Kate. <laughs> i should google her donna <laughs> i had an experience see i worked with her in nashville as well yeah she, she was an interesting character yeah that's well, why she lived in an rv i don't think well she and you see her you know at work and like you're at the copy machine or something now all of a sudden she comes up she <laughs> nuzzles your neck a little <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so that's why they say they regret kissing a co-worker hmm. a close friend was also mentioned as far as kissing regrets yeah but they always tell you oh the best person for you to fall in love with is your best friend and so then you're like well maybe i should try this if the best friend feels the same way well, if, I'm not, assuming if you guys kiss Meh. But you know, if I, you know, I've got great friends that I wouldn't want to mess up any type the of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. But also, I don't find them that way. Yeah. I mean, right. They're great. They, they, they're, you yeah. love them, but you're not in yeah. love with them. I'm not in love with them. <laughs> I love them, but I'm not in love. But yeah. no, I don't see me kissing any of my friends. You're just breaking hearts left and right, Cato. <sighs> Donna, the friends. Who next? Well, the yeah. friends don't want to kiss me, oh, okay. which is a good thing. But um, <laughs> people yeah, mention kissing right. cousins. <laughs> no, oh no, I never regretted that. <laughs> I have never kissed a cousin. Yeah. And the mailman. I wanted to kiss a cousin. What the mailman? <laughs> I made that one up. Could you imagine here? Look, pucker up. No. <laughs> Did you see him every day at the mailbox, just waiting out there for a kiss? Some of those little brown shorts looking cute. Okay, that's not the mailman. That's the UPS man. He brings the mail. He brings the UPS packages as a parcel service. If you know what I mean. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah. Okay, so uh, 40% of us have had kissing regrets, but not Tom. No way, bud. We have a kissing comedy moment brought to you by your mama this morning. What? <laughs> one of my favorite things about being single is a first kiss. If you're in a relationship, you have the one first kiss, and that's yours forever, and that's good, whatever. If you're single, you, you're doing it right, you should have multiple first kisses. That's the way that it happens with multiple partners, and you don't know how they're going to kiss until you kiss them. It's this big love mystery. There's two types of kisses. Open mouth, closed mouth. Open, open, good. Closed, closed, good. Open, closed. One of the worst things ever. I leaned into a girl one night. I came in open because I thought I earned it. She came in closed, and I didn't know what was happening until I had all of her lips in my mouth. I had her in my mouth. I don't know what to do. And that, I'll tell you what I wanted. I wanted to be able to dislocate my jaw and swallow her whole just to get rid of the witness. 
I don't want this to be ladies' room fodder from now on. <laughs> that kissing comedy moment brought to you by your mama. All right. <laughs> this is the Hawk and Tom Show. Coming up, it's a group therapy. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.